And it was a very hard transition for me because I wasn't used to giving, being given business. Wow, interesting. So I realized that that just was not for me. Mm -hmm. it, it feels different getting organic leads, you know? So mm. it's different um, where people are reaching out to you because they follow you mm. and um, they like you. They like your personality. They like what you do. They like what you believe in and they go and they pursue you. And it, it's a different type of client, you know, that gen genuinely wants to work with you rather mm. than a random individual than just needs you to put in a contract for them. Mm. So that was the difference. Hey gang, this is Mike Headley. We are back. Another great episode on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Who do we have here? We have a young lady who's seasoned now. And before we talked to her, she was kind of newbie in the business, but she's well seasoned. Uh, I want to make sure I get all these labels and titles correctly. Real estate broker. Am I correct? Correct. And uh, I don't want to release yet i'm unsure but i'll have you release your new venture um but for now we're going to say real estate broker in the florida market been in the game experience making it happen let's give a warm welcome to miss kalia nurse actually she's my cousin how you doing that's right <laughs> first cousin at that um that's right so first of all how you been doing well, mm -hmm. um, as much as I could be maneuvering through the day and being a single mom and getting through this market, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's I really, am it really well. is I can't a lot. Complain. Yeah, you I mean I guess with the it's just amazing how then five or six months ago it was like we're in a totally different market. You agree? Yes. Totally different. Yes. We're going to touch on all that good stuff. Yes. So, please. Miss uh, Kalia. Yes. Real estate broker. Mm hmm. How long have you been licensed? I have been licensed to 2018. Mm -hmm. So, what? Is that five years? Make sure my math is right. Yeah. Like three, four years, huh? Four? Like two, yeah. Four. <laughs> five. I had to give Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Well, hey, hey, listen, now, like I said, during the show, you're not a newbie no more. Well experienced. Uh, you've had your share of highs and lows, correct? I, I have. Mm. I have. Mm -hmm. I, I can't recall uh, when we last talked and we had this um, podcast. I don't believe that I was full time. Was okay. I? Round of applause with that, please. Now, <laughs> full time. And, 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 and before you dive into that a little bit more, let's really mm -hmm. highlight that question. I'm going to make a statement, then I want to hear your, your thoughts on okay. this. You can't see your full potential if you don't take it full, if you don't be full time. You agree? 
Okay, so I'm I'm 50-50 on that. Okay, okay, let me hear. Okay, so um, when I first started, I was working full-time for the government. And the agency that I was working at, um, they, uh, they were very liberal. So they allowed me to do what I need to do and they wasn't on me. Um, so I was able to do a lot. Um, you know, still doing real estate and still being able to work there. And, and it was not a conflict of interest for them. <laughs> so my, I, I started booming very early doing full-time, uh, working mm. full-time with the government. So, um, you know, honestly, if, you know, we, we don't have no time to go through what actually happened to mm. me, the reason why I went full-time, but if those issues didn't occur um, and I was still able to be with a company that allowed me to do what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. um, that, you know, um, the security of mm -hmm. full time working full time mm -hmm. um, is, is is a good thing to have, you know. But if you don't have a company that allows you to to do what you need to do, you're going to have a problem, and it is going to block your potential big mm -hmm. time. Gotcha. So that's majority of the case for a lot of people. Mm. Exactly. So they have to branch out. Okay. 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 So you are one off basically because you mentioned something. The company gave you a lot of you to pretty much do as you want to do, right? And like you said, a lot of companies don't have that. So, and you yeah. meant, and that's, I think that's the angle I was coming from. Yes. Because you can't, you miss out on showings and you know, during mm -hmm. business hours, people may say, I want you to come by 11 o'clock in the morning, but you yes. got to be at work, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But you had that opportunity, which afforded you to be full time now. Yes. Correct. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, since last time we talked, I know we had conversations. I know he's with another firm. I think he's with another mm -hmm. one. Where are you yes. at now? I am with United Realty Group. United Realty so, Group. So okay. as a broker, um, I my title is broker associate. Nice. Nice. Okay. 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 And since the, the transition... What would you say? Because I'm quite sure. So you was at two other companies or one other company prior? Two, 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 two prior okay. to this one. Prior yes. to this one, and and I'm coming from this angle because we do have brokers who watch the show, and it's like, man, do I leave or what? Do, what do I expect? And each company operates differently, different set of procedures and protocols. What did you take from learning experience coming from the two other companies? That you apply so, now. The other two, the two other companies um, were night and day. Um, okay. The first company that I was with um, didn't really have it when I first started. Didn't really have those type of resources like leads and a lot of formal training and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I learned what you know they all call. I got it from the mud. So I mm -hmm. really went in. Uh, you know, head first. And okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate that now mm. because a lot of realtors, they are, you know, they're living vicariously through other real estate professionals. So they're like adopting 
um, other people's practices. And sometimes that stuff just does not work for you. Mm, you know, so I did, I went in there um, with fresh eyes, fresh mind, and I bumped my head, I stumped my toe. I went through all of that on my own and that's how I learned instead of somebody holding my hand. Um, and I appreciate that, you know. And the second company, they gave leads. Mm. So, you know, they were like, here you go, here's business. And it was a very hard transition for me because I wasn't used to giving, being given business. Wow, interesting. So I realized that that just was not for me. Mm -hmm. it, it feels different getting organic leads, you know, so mm. it's different um, where people are reaching out to you because they follow you mm. and um, they like you. They like your personality. They like what you do. They like what you believe in and they go and they pursue you. And it, it's a different type of client, you know, that gen genuinely wants to work with you rather mm. than a random individual that just needs you to put in a contract for them. Mm. So that was the difference. Okay. I actually, um, he had the company when brokers go through hell, so to speak, and it's a rocky mm -hmm. one. They get ready to give up. They get frustrated. Don't want them to go through it, but actually it's a good thing. Like you just mentioned a minute ago about how you learned so much training classes, watch videos, etc. But nothing's like the true experience and actually going through the fire yourself. So long as you got, I guess, uh, navigated to help you not bump your head so hard. But I, I think sometimes it's good <laughs> for it's you to get burnt a little bit. So you know how to, and you know, or you say, I don't want to go back that way no more. So I'm going to make sure that I'm well equipped moving forward. Yes. With that being said, what would you advise someone who's on the verge of I'm unsure about making this move but I I, I, I don't like it where I'm at now but I want to go somewhere else but I'm just really unsure what suggestions or advice would you give them uh, so definitely do your research mm. um, that's the most most important thing you are interviewing brokerages. Just be clear. Sometimes they'll say, well, brokerage is interviewing you, which is, it's all good, but in all, it's really up to you, That's you true. know? So <laughs> you need to research the brokerage, see what all that they offer, and please read those agent <laughs> contracts. <laughs> because the, um, these these things that are hitting in there would get you later on. Okay, so tell me the fine print. What the fine print? Oh, Please, you read it, <laughs> and I know the glitz. And sometimes some brokerages they have glitz and glamour mm -hmm. and all this stuff. But the most important thing and what works for you, your family, um, your finances, because mm -hmm. I went with my brokerage currently because it's a hundred percent brokerage. Mm. So uh, it's minimal 
There's no desk fees. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. And at the point um, in my life, I really don't need the assistance anymore. And they, when you go to those type of brokerages, they usually do not give you any type of help, assistance, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you have to be fully confident in yourself mm-hmm. that, and, and be very independent if you're going to go to that type of brokerage. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know yourself, you have to know yourself. You have to know, I need a little help. I need more training. I need this. So, and what is the beauty about real estate? There's tons of real estate brokerages out there Correct. and they all provide different things. Mm-hmm. So do your research. And when you find that one, make sure you ask them for their agent contract so you can read it ahead of time. Mm. Um, and then you will make that decision on what's going to be best for you and take your calculator out. <laughs> you know, I like that. Yeah. Think about how much money you're going to be making, how much money you're going to uh, bring in and see if it's worth it for you. Mm-hmm. And you can go from there. So that's my advice. Read. I like that. Uh, you said <laughs> something. Let me, let me peel back a little bit. The presentation. First, you go on, you know, you join it. Well, you go to interview a company bring out the bells and whistles right mm-hmm. uh and you, i think people get caught up with that but don't pay attention to the underlining like you said a minute ago the actual contract and are these providing support or providing training um if i need a question answered on sunday 11 o'clock at night i understand people get busy but again i'm new but this is what you said you provide will i get a call back can i get in contact with you because the real estate don't stop on the sunday right no Exactly right. So that that is very important. I'm glad you mentioned that too. Um, how much access do you have to the broker? Mm-hmm. Because if you can't get in contact with him, and you have to go through his assistant, and then go through his um, uh, uh, assistant to the assistant, and the the transaction assistant, and oh, this wow. person to get to the broker. It's too many hurdles. It's like that's too much. Like I mean, how I mean, and then you you ask. It's important to ask the systems that are in place mm, to system. provide for the agent. Mm. You know, the agent support basically. Mm, that's um, it. that's true because it just it really depends. Like where I'm at right now, I don't I don't care. What's the quickest way for me to get my check? That's, that's what. It. That's where I, but that's not the same for everybody else. Correct. Correct. You know, so you know, it's important as a real estate professional to know where you are with your knowledge, with what you need. Everybody learns differently too. Mm-hmm. So be very aware of where you stand and don't. Um, just because other people are saying, you know, oh, do this, do that, go here, go there. You make a decision for yourself because that will directly affect your productivity in the market as being, you know, real estate professional. And I want to peel back to something you said, joining the hundred percent brokerages, you're getting your money. But the flip side is, hey, we're not going to give you that much support. I don't I don't want to speak for your company, but I know there's a lot of companies out there like that. Um, if you feel as though, like you just said, 
hey, I need that training. I need that support. Who can I call? Then that may not be the route to go because you're focused no. on 100%. You might need to settle for the 50, 50, 60, 40, 70, 30 for now until you be able to, to transition like a career, get five years into the business or sooner when you got the experience to say, hey, cut the umbilical cord. I can fly on my own. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I always tell my my mentees that I have some men mentee uh, oh. realtors. Oh, you have mentee. There we go. I do. That's experience do. right there talking. <laughs> yes. And um, I always tell them, do not let money drive you. Mm. Um, because the minute you do that, you start making horrible decisions. I mean, mm. everywhere in real estate, who you work with, um, how you conduct a transaction, um, how you communicate and pursue your uh, future clients. Mm -hmm. so, and, and we all like we feel people energy, you know, when you have somebody that's money hungry and like they just want that dollar and they harassing you. I don't know about you, but. The minute somebody called me too much, I'm like, I don't want to deal with that person anymore. You too, mm, you, you too okay. in my face, you know, gotcha. but gotcha. that's me personally. So I always tell everyone is like your follow-up game have to be on point, but don't harass, like Thank don't, you, you know, let, give people their space and their time, um, do what it is that you need to do to be present, but you know, make make good decisions but don't let it be because you got to pay a bill and I, I need this I need this listing so let me call her two three times a day mm -hmm. you know no you know and and the decisions that you make on your brokerage and all of that don't let you know even if they are taking X amount of dollars in a percentage maybe they have great training that you're going to grow so Correct. much mm -hmm. because of that training do that don't do just because it's just temporary you just starting you know you're not making money now that's right <laughs> oh so you might as well take that time that beginning stages and train do what it is that you have to do and then go for it I like that um, I mean, I mean, you hit so many points with that. What would you say to brokers who feel as though real estate agents are brokers? They get their license, they get into the business, and initially people are pulling at them. Hey, listen, show me this property, help me list this property. But the training is not there. So they feel as though I don't need that. I'll figure it out. What do you say to them? So, um, every day I am dealing with agents that are really winging it and they are killing the deal. Bingo. Annihilating mm -hmm. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, making everybody's life harder um, because they just don't have that basic you know, training in customer service, mm -hmm. you know, uh, communication, you know, you may not know exactly what's on the contract verbatim and be mm -hmm. like the scholar, the real estate scholar. It's just the simple things of, you know, don't do that. You know, that's not a good idea to, you know, do this or do that. It's just an etiquette. 
I call it real estate etiquette. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's certain things just to make, um, to show that um, you know what you're doing and that you respect people's, uh, their profession and their time. So when you don't have that formal training in that basic training in the beginning, it mm -hmm. really does um, make things very, very, very hard um, for a realtor. Um, because in the beginning, I didn't have that, um, you know, as far as like, oh, here's a contract, here's the formal training, this, that, and the third. Mm. But it was from my previous um, experiences with customer service. Gotcha. I was always in a customer service driven mm. profession. Mm -hmm. So thank God I had that basic mm -hmm. of how to talk to people, how to write an email, mm. <laughs> don't use capital letters when you say, you know, stuff like that. Because sometimes a, a, a customer will come to you and be like, I've interviewed so many realtors, but I'm going to deal with you because you make me feel good. You're so nice. It's just be you being nice and just the way that you talk and that you care about what they have going on, not what's on your agenda. Are you looking for a real estate brokerage to help you buy or sell your property? The Headley Group Realty is here to assist you with that process. We also hire brokers to join us and give them the best training and mentorship leading to a great office atmosphere and an attractive commission structure. Our goal is to show home ownership at the highest professional level and empower the real estate business. If you're interested in buying or selling your property, visit www.theheadleygroup.com or call us at 336-904-6212. We look forward to partnering with you. You, I mean, like so, <clears throat> so many good points with that. I actually have a class that I came up with about a few months ago because mm -hmm. I've noticed that was lacking what we're talking about now basic communication how to write how to write an effective email without <laughs> sounding <laughs> condescending and insulting without oh sounding braggadocious yes. mm -hmm. um, how to communicate with a seller or a buyer upon initial and how 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 my from my perspective how that should look during the process and we told mm -hmm. the class with that everybody really enjoyed it and i think that part there could be missing with a lot of training with some brokerages it's like Absolutely. the license okay uh call your sphere and but if they don't really understand how to go about doing that the, the right verbiage like you mentioned it yep. will cause a major hiccup and just elaborate on down a little bit more i actually had a transaction yes. about a couple of years ago I was on the buyer side and um, buyer made an offer mm -hmm. and I could tell the broker was inexperienced, the listing broker. <clears throat> so I don't know if you experienced this. I don't know if it's a male thing, but it, it was a, uh, he was like fighting me, so to speak. Every, when I, when <laughs> I would suggest something. Yes. So Very he was, um, the deal almost died based yes. off the inspections so i gave him the correct verbiage what i think was correct at the time to pass on to his seller so we can get this deal worked out right but what i had to do back to the communication class was 
to come at him in terms of making him think that it's, it's not a threat. It's us working together as a team because mm-hmm. you know people egos can get into place. We're working together as a team. Let's get this deal closed. Here's my suggestion. Not telling you what to do. Here's my suggestion. Here's how I would approach it. I would write it in this format. He took the email, cleaned it up a little bit. I had his added his stuff onto it, but the majority of it's what I said. Pass it on to a seller. Long story short, we end up getting the deal closed. But stuff like that, communicating with the other broker, making sure that we all align together on the same page. But kudos, y'all. Yeah. Definitely agree with you on that. 100%. We're a team. We are a, a team. team. <laughs> a team. We, really, we are. And and you know what's funny is that I don't know why it's this you against me. No, no, we working together. Right. Working and I together. think if you start off upon an issue, yes, the email, hey, Kalia, um, look, looking forward to working with you. You need something from me? Let me know. That, that first right communication, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. Kalia, no, I got someone I'm working with. We're going to make this happen. Not, exactly. well, and you know, this is how it is. Usually you could tell new ones when they start quoting the contract. Section <laughs> two point, you say, okay, I can tell you. I can tell you, oh, I can tell you, fresh, fresh out of school, oh. right? Gosh. We ain't doing nothing to violate the contract, but you don't have Gosh. to hit me with section 2.5. I mean, anyway, oh, it's another conversation. I just, I just got that email today. Matter of oh, fact, say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> are they new? Probably new, probably most likely. You know, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. um, you know, in South Florida, because, you know, okay. I'm, 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 in, I'm Florida, you know, uh, uh, broker. But I wild, am wild west. I heard throughout South the country, Florida. Yes, <laughs> South Florida. You know, I don't know if you all hear when people say, you know, people that are from Miami, they say you from Florida. Like, no, I'm from Miami. <laughs> we, you know, we it, it is a totally different, totally different uh, atmosphere gotcha. uh, down here. It is, and it's uh, a melting pot. And you're dealing with all different type of individuals and people and cultures. And it's such a beautiful thing. I love it here. But you have the customer service and um, tearing down those um, biases. Mm -hmm. If you don't tear down those biases, man, you are you going to put that 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 glass ceiling. You're in a box. You're in a box because you Mm want to work. You want to be able to work with everybody. 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 Because that is who's buying. Um, if you stay within a certain demographic, um, your your real estate career is going to be no so limited. Correct. So limited. So you have to mingle. You have to talk to people. You have to be around different environments. And it's so important. So mm-hmm. important. Let me ask you something here as you talk about that. Um, just like uh, there's a show, Dateline 2020, where we ask the hard questions. Hey, we letting our hats off here. Uh oh. <laughs> I just got to keep it real. Uh, as a black woman mm-hmm. in this real estate space, because sometimes I think we, yeah, because I hate the elephant in the room, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Black woman being a woman, have you encountered, seen, saw discrimination towards you or some some form of racism? Um, absolutely. Okay. Almost on a daily basis. Mm. Almost on a daily basis. And in, in, in not blatantly, um, mm-hmm. where it's like, 
oh, you know, you putting out your boxing gloves. But it's more or less of that I have to prove my intelligence gotcha. all the time. Mm. And um, I send, I'll send an email out and I will get a comment. Oh, you, you wrote that email so well. <laughs> okay. Wow. I, I went to college. Correct. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh So it's like, um, you know, little sly things. And Mm -hmm. and, um, also with being in in this career, uh, you have to pay attention to a lot of things because people will try to get things, um, get things, try to put things over your head. Mm -hmm. Um, Try to be slick. Got you. And, and, you know, um, so you have to know your stuff. Know what's you know what's the laws what what's not you know what's how things go because if they they look at you and think automatically like oh oh I'm gonna try her mm. oh yeah um you know this is the the disclosure is this this is how you're supposed to do it this is by law and I'm like oh no exactly this is what this is because they automatically think that you don't know. So that is basically what I go through. Mm-hmm. I go through the, um, you know, the intelligence type of thing. And then they try, Smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so you will have to, and, and it gets annoying. It, it gets really annoying um, with that. And um, you just have to keep your cool because no matter what, it's not about you. Gotcha. It's about your client and you sealing that deal, getting that offer accepted, um, all of that. Because you can't control somebody else's upbringing. Correct. That's how they roll. You're not going to convert them during that, you know, maybe mm-hmm. after your transaction because you was so professional. Nice. They're going to mm-hmm. look at, you know, your demographic a little bit different possibly I don't know but that's mm-hmm. neither your concern all you need to do is just do what it is that you have to do to the utmost and the best and provide the greatest customer service and get that deal closed period you you, you literally answered the question because I was going to ask you what tips you got <laughs> you just gave it to us uh, <laughs> professionalism knowledgeable and customer service. You put them mm-hmm. three things in action, you should win every time. Because I was See? going to ask you, how would you recommend someone dealing with that? And you answered it for us. Yes. Um, and the reason why I, I asked that question, because again, the, the guests we have on the show, I start I start to hear off the air the experiences that they was experiencing. I said, listen, we need to put that out there because now we can show another agent broker somewhere else and say, okay, well, this is the approach I should take it because I saw someone else's experience the same thing. So that's why I asked you that question. Yes. Let me segue a little bit. Get into the real estate business. You're an agent broker. Now you feel as though I can sell anything. I can sell everything. What do you tell them brokers who got a license? Now they want to jump into commercial. They want to do uh, leasing. They want to do. They want to sell big apartment buildings, which is I'm quite sure you're licensed to do that. 
Or what would yeah. you tell somebody who has that much ambition, ambitious and eagerness yeah. to do that tomorrow? It's a beautiful thing. Ambition is great. But if you going in without doing your research, it goes back to research. It goes mm. to connecting with the right people. If you are in a brokerage that uh, are only deal with residential, that's basically their you know, that's the only thing you don't really, there's nobody in there to have any knowledge in commercial, but you want to do commercial. Maybe that's not where you need to be. Or mm -hmm. you could be there, but you start networking and you start, I mean, there's so many webinars and um, um, mixers. And I mean, it's one thing about this, this real estate career is that the opportunities are endless. That's if right. you want something and want to learn something, you could grab a book, you could go to a seminar, you could go to uh, YouTube and shout out to the Headley Group uh, uh, YouTube videos at thebomb.com. Um, <laughs> so you have all of these research, re, you know, resources. And please, whatever that you want to do, the information is out there. And that's mm -hmm. what. Um, a, a realtor reached out to me, you know, um, want me to be her mentor. And she was like, I want to do commercial. And she hasn't closed not one deal yet. Okay. So I was like, okay, it's great. That's a great ambition. But let's start from do with the basics first, because commercial is a whole nother animal. And if you want without the basics, then you won't know the foundation of how you do commercial and then you build on to it. And Correct. that is, um, you have to research and you got to be connected. It with commercial, it's, it's really is who you are connected to because even your sphere of influence, if they're not buying commercial buildings and they're not doing commercial leasing, mm -hmm. then you don't have any business. That's right. So how are you going to connect with these individuals, these business owners and all that stuff to tap into that? That's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot, but it you have to dive into it and tap into that particular market and saturate yourself in it. That is the only way you will be able to be successful. You can't just go in and be like, oh yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. No, you yeah. gotta, that is, yeah, that that's a whole nother ball game there. And just to add on to that, uh, you know, that, that the commercial business, I mean, the commercial, commercial real estate, clearly you're licensed to, to work in that field. But I think people don't quite realize that the client, the kind of clientele you're dealing with, you're dealing with, not saying that people buy residence yeah. is not sophisticated, but in terms yeah. of possibly a high IQ, these are business owners probably franchises own probably own several franchises uh or you can have the one-off mom and pops own a, a a small restaurant but they have money and they have yeah. access so i've always looked at it as if turn the tables around you're an owner and you're you see a broker that wants to list or help you find something i want the best person preferred experience but if you don't have the experience, you become like we talked about a second ago, professionalism and knowledgeable. And how do you become knowledgeable? Kalia just touched on it. Go into networking events. 
learn as much as you can. And I would probably say you might want to probably be a part of a commercial firm who focus solely on commercial and not saying that you can't do it residential. But if this is the environment in its entirety, chances are you'll probably pick up on them, them leads that they don't want to deal with. And you can learn that's so right. much. That's right. And there's and so that's many designations important. out there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, the environment. I was just saying I could completely um, agree. It's an mm -hmm. environment. You're hearing the terms. Um, you see in the paperwork. You mm -hmm. hearing what's happening with other, you know, your other colleagues, what they're going through. You, you know, if you just absorb, especially being around them all the time and you hearing all the time, you're going to start picking it up and Correct. you ain't even really closed the deal yet. You know? mm, that's it. That's it. And just one more thing I was going to touch on that is it's a designation called CCIM. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Okay. You're quite sure you are. Um, and they actually, for minorities, uh, they have a scholarship and they're based out of Chicago. Okay. Uh, and it's a scholarship to actually apply to take that, to get that designation. Now, it, to get that designation is like you're going back to college very intense <laughs> mm -hmm. I applied back in 2017 took 101 well it was a beast passed 101 but they got 102 103 and 104 and they literally have classes throughout the country so you won't probably get it right in your backyard you might have to go to Tennessee you might have to go to LA for 103 if you want to do it in succession right um, but not only that once you complete the course you have to be able to sold so many in volume to actually receive that pen and the reason why I'm bringing this up is in terms of black and brown people mm -hmm. I could just say uh, uh, throughout the country we probably make up 1% if not half a percent of that designation like, That's right. it's, it's, like we're not seen in that, in that space That's and right. the reason why I think is I think a lot of us are intimidated by it, you know, the commercial mm -hmm. space. If I had the opportunity to start all over again, I think I would have started in commercial versus residential. I think I yeah. shifted right in there, but didn't know, didn't like nobody kind of guided me. Like I didn't really no. understand it. So I took the residential route. But anyway, mm -hmm. but I just want to digress from that. But I want to touch on that. Yep. If you are interested in the commercial space, surround yourself in that environment become so knowledgeable because you're dealing with very intelligent sophisticated people and they kind of want right. people to know what they're talking about and well mm -hmm. experienced if you don't have the experience and you got a team around you who is experienced that's right I agree Kalia uh, investors mm -hmm. first time home buyers or just mm -hmm. listings which you, what do you prefer first time home buyers are my babies oh really Mm. I love when I say that is it's a it's a thing in my heart for first time okay. home buyers um, because of what before I got into real estate you know I purchased um, uh, two homes before I even became uh, a realtor so nice. I had so I had a very bad experience. Mm. And that what drove me to become a realtor because I was like, I don't want anybody to go through what I went through. Interesting. And I felt that um, the realtors could have prepared me better for what was to come because first time home buyers, we don't know anything. Correct. Okay. All we know is, like I said, we live vicariously through other buyers. 
because we don't, you know, we looking at mommy and daddy and mommy and daddy, you know, when they bought they home, it, <laughs> that was like a whole different world. Mm. They had different things going on and stuff. So if they own a home, if they so, home, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, you had nobody to, nobody to go to. And so we're looking towards these real estate professionals to lead and guide the way and to let them know, yeah, like the little stuff that we don't think of telling them because we got, it's transaction after transaction, you become a robot. Correct. But what I do is everybody is like my first time home buyers. I'm really grooming them to become investors. Nice. So I'm teaching them like the loan, like what's the DTI? How do you get your interest rate? How do you buy down your interest rate? All of that. And the reason why, you know, too, I know all of this because now I'm a mortgage loan originator. Well, oh, I got to interject. You know, that was my, I was the next question. I was going to say, are we working on any new ventures? But I had you put that out there. Say one more time for the people in the back. I am now a mortgage loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage. Here's nice, nice, nice. Water. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. And the reason why I got into um, this is because I just wanted to broaden my knowledge even more. Mm. So I could be of greater help to my clients. I just feel like it's very important for them to understand the the intricacies of what they're getting themselves into. So when they continue to buy and they're dealing with other real estate professionals, if I'm not here or I can't help them or they don't want to work with me, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. nobody is putting the wool over their eyes. Nice, correct. Because they know so much. And once you got the knowledge, you know, yeah, you may fall and stumble, but you're not, you may not, you know, fall and stumble and break your leg. You might scuff your knee a little bit. You know what I mean? So, um, that's, that's my goal. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm just so grateful to be, to have this type of, of knowledge. Um, that's why first time home buyers are like my favorite. Mm. Are you looking to join a winning team? Join us as a broker and receive high-level training, mentorship, and an awesome commission structure. If you're interested, visit www.theheadleygroup.com or call us at 336-904-6212. We look forward to partnering with you. The fact that you are a loan originator. Originator. As well as a real estate broker. You said you you got you went down that field so you can have the additional knowledge. Yes. With that being said, the market has literally shifted on us within the last six months, ninety days. Oof. Right now, where do you see things going? Not necessarily in your backyard in South Florida, Miami, but literally throughout the country. Won't you give okay. us some commentary on that? Yes. So what I'm experiencing right now is uh, what I call it, which we think it's the other way around, but I call it buyer's remorse. Mm. The buyer's remorse, what we usually know it as that they buy a house and they're remorseful that they went and bought that particular home. You know, they're not happy. Mm -hmm. But it's the opposite. The buyers now are remorseful that they didn't buy the house when it was a 2% interest rate 2.5 interest rate so they have cousins friends family 
that bought this huge home and was able to afford it and they made the same amount of money they made. But now they are getting approved for a significantly less amount of money than their um, the people that they know that purchased mm. a year ago, two years ago. So they're looking at the inventory and they're like, I do not like the houses at all that are in my budget. That is what's happening right now. Okay. So I literally have, I have so many pre-approvals. I mean, ready to go. Really? Okay. But they're looking at the market and they're like, they feel so defeated. And um, they're, like I said, they're remorseful. So it's more emotions that buyers are going through right now. They're very emotional. And okay. it's like, I have to shift their mindset from, from emotions to investment, being an investor. Okay. What's the bottom line? What are you going to achieve? What, this is not your first home. I mean, this is not your forever home. You know, um, what, what the market could go into that we could, you know, you'll, you'll be able to, um, uh, do more investments just from that investment. And that's Mm. why I, I have to talk to them about the future because right now they're like, this sucks. I got it. I can imagine. (laughs) That's what's happening right here, right now. And you could talk to any agent right now. Everybody is going through the same thing. Let me ask you something here. And I'm going to challenge that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do you think some of the pushback could have been, I don't want to get in the bidding war and overpay? Or I don't want to put too much inspection money up, due diligence, whatever that looks like. Did, Did you get anything from that? Oh, uh, true. Some, some of them. I'm gonna be honest. The first time home buyers, they were very naive about okay. what was happening. Mm-hmm. All they knew was they saw Pookie with you know this big old house paying only two thousand dollars a month. Gotcha. That's it. They didn't. They didn't think. They didn't. Um, they didn't know about the intricacies on how he got that house. He gotcha, paid gotcha. thirty thousand okay. dollars okay. over appraised value. They didn't know that. They just they're just seeing what they they have, and they know. Well, I make around the same amount of money as he do, so I should have that same type of home. Mm. And this is not. It's it's a significant difference. Like this person got a single family home, but now that individual that makes the same amount can only afford a townhouse. Like it's like a wow. big difference. Crazy. Yeah. And yeah, because the mortgages went up with the points going up so high it, it it literally went up like four or five hundred dollars a month in mortgage mm. people are paying so you know that shot the DTI straight through the roof DTI what is that? that's debt to income ratio okay. so how they figure that out is they look at all your monthly payments on your credit report and they add all those up and then they add in your proposed monthly mortgage Mm-hmm. Of what you know, the purchase price that you want to be at, and they divide it by your income, and that is going to yield a ratio or a percentage. Mm-hmm. That percentage have to be below the threshold for whatever loan product that you decide to choose. 
and what you can, of course, get qualified for. Mm-hmm. So we, as loan officers, we have to reduce that purchase price to get that debt to income ratio to be in the allowable amount for your FHA loan or your conventional loan or whatever loan that you decide to use. So now it's like, we're just taking it lower, lower, lower. She they was like, wait, 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 I can't get what I want. Can I have a little bit more? And then that's when, okay, well, you could buy down your interest rate, that's money. You could pay down your debts, that's money. So it's like, they're like, I don't have enough. Gotcha. To buy the mm. house and to, to do all this other stuff as well. So mm. it, it, they're putting things on hold. Um, they're buy, they're paying down their debts or some people have to pay off their car just gotcha. to be able to afford the type of home they want. So the conversation that I have with my clients is what is more important? Is it location? Is it the type of home? You know, it's like I have to draw their minds into right. what is your, what are you trying to achieve for you and your family? Once we got that down pat, then we're able to figure out, we got to strategize. This is the season of strat strategizing. Mm-hmm. You got to strategize because you will be walking aimlessly and you won't get anything done. Exactly. Um, what I got out of that people interested in buying a piece of property, minimize, get rid of that debt. Would you agree? <laughs> <Yeah>. Minimizing <laughs> that debt. And, I, and I'm important. a big fan. I hate debt. Right? Yeah. Much, oh, and teaming man. up. Teaming up helps. Teaming right up. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Okay. Teaming so up. So if you're able to team up with somebody um, to help with that DTI, debt to income ratio, and add some more income in there, that helps mom, dad, uncles, aunts. I'm seeing it all. I'm gift seeing, letters. Um, gift, gift, gift letters. But not really gift. It's more or less um, putting more income. Okay. We need okay. we need more income in the mix so they could afford more house. So, so do the money has to be seasoned or or, or tomorrow fifty thousand dollars to that bank account. Do no, it's not really even the money. It's okay. just, it's straight up like pay stubs. Like, pay okay. Stubs. Gotcha. We, okay. I see what you're saying. You okay. know what I mean? Like it's the income. We need okay. Okay. the income in there to mix with the other person's income to make them qualified because the monthly mortgage is not a big deal for, you know, a lot of my buyers, they like, we'll pay. We just want the house that we want. I get it. I understand. Mm -hmm. So we just got to, we got to think of different ways. Realtors, we sit down with your loan officers that you are, are, are teaming up with and talk about strategies. What should we say to the buyer? What should we do? How can we maneuver? Because there's so many ways that we can make the numbers work. Nice. Nice. So many ways. It's just sitting and communication. And if you don't have a loan officer that you can sit down with and chop it up with and be like, listen, I'm frustrated. What do you think I should do? You know, and that's the blessing with me is that for me to be a realtor, broker, loan officer, I didn't seen it all. I've seen it. I'm, I understand. 
And so, you know, that's, that's what it is. We're only licensed in Florida throughout the country. Yeah, oh, loan officer just in Florida for right that's now. Florida. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. You never know. Them was a leak and say, hey, <laughs> can you qualify me? I'm all the way in Jersey. You know, somebody watching the show. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't I'm, wait. Oh, I'm oh so it's coming soon go. though. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely expanding, growing. Um, I love it. I love real estate, period. That's why out anything outside of real estate, eh, I don't know. I'm gotcha. not really interested in it right now. Okay, okay. Kalia, we asked two guests to go to nuggets. Scripture, book quote, um, something you've seen on the billboard, inspiring that you can pass on to the guests. What we get. Oh, um, I don't have anything. Well, I don't know about a, a quote. Um, anything. All I, I'm very faith based, and I always tell my mentees or anybody that wants to be get into real estate is that um, it's important to get your life your personal life in order and at peace when you are doing this type of business with the type of the individuals that you work with they're looking toward they're looking to you for guidance and when you are all over the place and you are not focused um, and you have a lot, a lot of things going on in your personal life. It transcends into your real estate career. Mm. So it's important to um, really find that faith, 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 and and your peace and whatever it is that helps you to gather your personal life and to make your personal life. Um, and put it in order. It's it's hard to explain, but it's like every time things are going crazy in my life and I see my real estate career kind of, it, it, it gets messed up in some type mm-hmm. of way. It's because mm-hmm. I'm not focused. I'm all over the place. So take the time to work on yourself. You know, pray, meditate. Whatever you need to do, you feel like your kids driving you nuts, whatever, it literally will, it hurts your business. Your clients, they feel that energy when you have anxiety, when you're short-tempered, whatever the case is, pull back. Get yourself together. Pull it together. Do whatever that you need to do to be at peace. Because if you don't do that, it is going to create problems with you, with colleagues, with your clients. So that's 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 my that's my take, you know, and my advice is just this is a lot going on right now in this world and this business that you have to center yourself and be at peace and and have faith that everything is going to work out exactly the way that it's supposed to work out. You just do your part and have a clean heart, clear heart, and you'll be fine. But just to add on to that, I think I've always said, if the personal is rocky, it'll just spill over to the professionalism. 
It, it, it just it just will. Right? Nothing's perfect, but try yeah. to do as much as you can to get it close as possible. You won't get perfection because like I said, the, the profession will suffer. And like will. I said, people will pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Uh Miss, you have really enlightened us today, my cuz. <laughs> and um you gave us some great gems. Thank you, cuz. Final question. Okay. Is there a question that I didn't ask that you would love to answer? <laughs> no, you did. I think you I think you touched on. I think touched you touched everybody. on everything, cuz. Um yeah, we touched on everything. The market, strategizing, mm-hmm. pulling yourself together. That's it. You see, you <laughs> see, guys, you are, you got some ladies and gents, you got some great insight from a, from a young lady who's been licensed for five years and she's elevated. Real estate broker, loan originator, and continue to do great, great things throughout her career. Uh, Miss Kelly, we want to thank you for being on the Heavy Group Real Estate Show. Yes. And, um, we're going to see you again now. This, this will be your, it's your third, second, second time. Second time? Third time. Third time. Okay. Second time, second time, second time. Yes. And, and again, for those who don't know, <laughs> the first time we did it, she was in her car, right? Mm-hmm. We couldn't get the internet right, but she said, Mike, I'm coming back. And again, we want to thank you. And I really appreciate that. Yes, uh, then thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love your audience. Your audience is dope. And um, I'm, I'm hoping anybody need anything from me want to ask me questions anything like that i am an open book follow me on instagram and facebook kalia nurse real estate pro you heard her she's in florida and she will make it happen thank you all for tuning on the heavy group show heavy group real estate show we'll see you soon guys take care hey gang i hope you really enjoyed that show our guests provide us some great tips and insight and please support them on all social media platforms. And while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms and don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.